Hey guys, it's the Two Bees in a Pod podcast with Brayden and Brendan. Uh, welcome. Sit back, relax, grab like a snack or your favorite beverage, and listen to us just talk about random garbage. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. So now I've entered this perpetual state of holiday timeline blur where I'm not sure what day it is. My blood sugars are off the chart. And the only way that I know how many days have gone by is by counting the layers of mashed potatoes leftovers that we've eaten from the container. Welcome to Two Bees in a Pod. I'm Brayden. What if I call that like the Bermuda Triangle of Time? Could be. Yeah. Sounds official. Welcome to episode 33. I'm Brendan, by the way. He sure is. And we are coming down from our holiday high. We hope that your holidays have been wondrous and fantastic and filled with as little family drama as possible. Hugs. I got me a warm thoughts. Yeah, he 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 unwrapped the wrong Christmas package. Yeah, evidently the biohazard uh, symbols not a festive thing. That's that's no. just biohazard. Santa's that's, that's moving on from coal in your stocking to head cold anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, guys? It's good to good to see you all. Good to hear good. from you. Yeah, absolutely. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas day, Christmas Eve, or holiday season in general. I think Kwanzaa is this week. Is that today or tomorrow? And we're kicking off. I think we're we're now into like what what is this? The day this be the sec third day of Christmas? I think so, yeah. Starts on the twenty fifth, right? Yes, yes. Three French hands. Woo! Oh, that sounds delicious. Right? You can make like one into a roast, one into like soup, you know? Yep. And you have a third one in your freezer ready to go. Yeah, you go. Speaking of freezers, that means ice. Let's roll the dice and break the ice, shall we? Wow, what a segue. Yay! We're professional. What a, what a segue. Oh, okay. Brandon, tell me, what was your favorite thing that happened over Christmas? Um... Over Christmas, yeah, like I'm gonna you're... lump in. I'm gonna lump in Boxing Day. Uh, Letterkenny's uh, season eleven came out. I hammered ah. through that uh, almost as soon as it came out. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I was sitting in my sitting in my chair and I was like staring at Crave, like update, 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 Come update. <laughs> Come on, you! But it's one of those like <laughs> the longer you stare at the clock, the longer time becomes. So, you know. Uh, you gotta, it just, it doesn't work. You gotta do something else to preoccupy yourself. So I, uh, use that time to notice that, uh, a bunch of the shows that I've been waiting, or not a bunch of shows, the, uh, the manga, the, yeah, the, the manga that I've been reading, uh, one's a boxing manga and another one's a, uh, medieval war sort of thing. Um, both updated. So I read those and then letter Kenny came out and I hammered through those six episodes and, then I just sort of sat there in my chair like, well, damn it, there goes my entire day. I don't know what else I could do. My Christmas holiday's over. Yeah. I still have to finish getting through season 10, come to think of it. Oh, yeah. So those that I started and then I had to, had to stop for whatever reason. Like, something it's, happened. It's not something that you can watch during the day when there's small children about. And then I just have yet to get back into it. And now I've got season 11 to catch up. So I've got some work. 
I'm a little grumpy that it's only six episodes and then six episodes again. I was kind of hoping for more, but whatever. I'll take season what I eleven is six episodes. Yeah, it is. Same with season ten. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they always seem to have short seasons, though. Now they do. Before they had like a bunch of twelve and like even fifteen episode was, seasons. Was it? I was. Yeah, like, it was the like first eight, the first few eight. seasons. Nah, man, oh. the first few seasons there were a bunch. Um, hmm. they had a, they had a chunk of episodes, but I think they're trying to go for you know like quality over quantity for obvious reasons. I so like, yeah, the the dialogue is just as good. Actually, it's better than uh the beginning of the series. They've only improved, and um. There's a few episodes that are focusing more on Glenn, which are pretty funny. Interesting. Yeah. He kind of disappeared from the fray for a little bit there. Yeah, he did. Um, then he came back again. My favorite Glenn moment was when he stepped out the back of uh, Modine's two and he was all dolled up. <laughs> yeah, like the, with the waitresses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Bonnie McMurray comes out and everyone's like, oh, Bonnie oh, McMurray. Bonnie. Yeah, and then uh, and then Glenn comes out and he's like he's got like the 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 blonde in the top of his hair his his yep. uh, facial hair is like perfectly shaped and whatnot and he's eyeing up Wayne and then Wayne just doesn't care. <laughs> nope. Oh, unrequited love right there. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, seeing uh, my family on Christmas Eve was pretty nice. Um. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the reason I got sick, but, um, whatever the, uh, got to see my cousins, which was pretty cool. Uh, as per usual, we made plans to hang out and we all forgot that conversation. So, oh my God, we got to hang out everywhere. We totally do. See you next year. Yep. Cause we're adults and that's how we do it. Yep. Well, hell, she's Being a microbiologist ad- and the other one's in u- university. So. Being an adult is just saying we need to hang out more often back and forth until one of you's dead. Yep. Happy time at Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. More dead bodies at Christmas. More dead bodies at Christmas. <laughs> How about you, man? Uh, it was weird. It was a really fun Christmas. Um, I think my favorite thing that happened, though, I didn't expect it to warm my heart the way that it was gonna. So every year we have uh, there's a, a a good a good close friend of ours who's now heard her and her boy have become family. Uh, right. That's it's they're they're one in the family without question. We just haven't signed the papers, kind of thing. And um, well, one of two things, kind of. Well, I'll start with the main one is. Last year, when uh, when they came for Christmas, uh, the, the her son and my nephew they came downstairs and they discovered the Xbox 360 hooked up to my old projector TV. Right, they got yeah. excited, you know, nostalgia and all that, and so they started playing Rock Band. When that thing hasn't been turned on in good lord, I couldn't tell you how long. Pro- probably so, close to a decade. Uh, probably very close to that. Yeah. So fast forward to this Christmas, same thing boys come over it's kind of a let's see how long it takes them to get down there and they played christmas eve they were downstairs playing rock band my daughter joined them she was playing on the drums they were having a good time but then we're getting the hall ready for christmas and i realized that there's a big projector with an hdmi port so we load up the xbox load up all the okay i see where this is going instruments and we did we hooked up the rock band for for the like the teenage boys to play on the projector well, it was it was it turned out 
everybody was having a good time. All the kids were playing on there, taking their turns, sharing, having fun. Oh, yeah. Rock band was timeless. Yeah. Yeah. But then at one point, and it was my favorite, was like I was working on getting food. And I looked over, and I got to see my sister-in-law playing rock band with all three of her boys. And it warmed my heart to see that because it's like her boys have they're they're very they're boy boys like they grow up and they're wrestling and they're fighting and they're into trucks and hockey and things like that so to have something that she can sit down and connect with those boys with on a on that level it it made me happy because i don't think she's a special moment yeah because it's not like it's they they like things like Fortnite, minecraft and stuff and i don't know if she's going to be down to sit down and play that with them because it's a faster paced game and let's face it if you're not if you're not with it, you get left behind kind of thing. So it was it to see to see what I'm nostalgic for bringing those bringing a family together like that was, it was really fun for me. Nice, man. Yeah. And then the other thing was kind of a it started out as a joke, but then it blended into something that I kind of really appreciated is um, I don't even know how it started, but it was that every time that friend when her son would come into the room. My sister said, every time you come in the room, I'm going to tell you that I love you. So every time he walked in, she'd go, hey, I love you. And it was a yeah. joke. He got sick of it. And he's like, you're not allowed to say it anymore. So then I took up the mantle and I was like, I love you. And I was being very annoying. But in doing so, it kind of broke down for me the difficulty of saying that to someone. Because oh. I've always wanted to be the type that just that. I have love for people and it's awkward to just say that to anybody just to break man, You know what? I love you. Breaking the love boundary down between like a significant other and like people. Me and my significant, my my wife, we say it all the time. My mom, my mom. Absolutely. But even something as simple as my in-laws, I love my in-laws. I love that side of the family, but it's always that awkward of like, see you later. But being able to do that for like, Basically, two days of just that exercise of throwing "I love you" out. You made a game out of it, so yeah, yeah. that's fair. And now it's yeah. it's it it broke it open so that it was like when Christmas was over and everybody was going, I could throw that around the way that I've always wanted to. So I was very appreciative that that joke became. It opened up a a whole new world for me, but that I've kind of been trying to get through. Right. Yeah. Huh. Well, fair enough, man. I'm glad you had that uh, emotional breakthrough. Yeah. Speaking of breakthroughs, I think we broke through the ice. But up, up, but up, but. Man, I I tried real hard to give you something to set up there, so I'm <laughs> I'm glad. And we did it. Yeah. Woo! Just us, no one helping. That's right. Professionalism. Boom. Woo! Don't let anyone know. They'll start expecting things. That's right. So moving right along, we're gonna go into our first segment, and we're gonna do, we're gonna travel a little bit for the holidays. I think. The, on the polar the airports, are, no, because that only goes one way, and it's the, the hot cocoa. It, it's it's scalding hot, and it's very dangerous because you're not allowed to let it cool off. Oh yeah, mouth, that's right. mouth burns are perpetual on that, and it's it's terrible for children. Also, you can end up on the roof with a homeless person. Mouth burns at Christmas, and homeless people too. But anyway, we're going to go on a nostalgia trip. We're going to go back. Because with New Year's looming in a couple of days, we figured we'd get nostalgic on some of our 
New Year's and some some fond memories and maybe traditions that we do every year that we look forward to when it comes to New Year's. And maybe while you're at it, after you've heard some of ours, you go down in the comments, you let us know what you guys are fond of. What's your nostalgic memories of New Year's past? Maybe your favorite New Year's or a favorite thing that happened one year. Yeah, for the, sure. When the clocks reset. Ooh, you want to kick us off, Brendan? Yeah, might as well. Um, so off the cuff, a few things that are like the Filipino tradition side of things. Uh, over the course of December, mom tries to find like 12 round fruits. Oh, uh, like pineapples, oranges, grapefruit. Um, pineapples aren't round. They're rounded. They're big and spiky. They're, they're rounded. You take all the spikes off, they're rounded. That's a can shape. Stop, stop trying to, <laughs> stop trying to discount my mother's New Year's Eve traditions there, right? I'm not, I'm just, How dare it's you? not round. How actively dare you? The cylinder. A can. A can. A cylinder shape. No, we, we buy an actual pineapple. Yeah, it's like a cylinder shape. With rounded edges. Rounded, I guess if you could make like a round ring out of it. If you can basically, is if you can roll the fruit, it counts, is how she described okay, it Okay, okay, okay. I had the Fair exact enough. same reservations when I was 14, okay. and in between the but, slipper getting thrown, it was but, absolutely <laughs> a, if it could roll, <laughs> hey, look, it's round, Brendan. Okay, so when you say round, I, my brain, go, perfectly round fruit, my brain goes, it needs to be a ball. So when, it, when the caveat is it has to roll. Sure, I can buy it into being a pineapple. That makes no, sense. Because one of those things is like, because like grapes, kiwis, um, most oranges aren't even perfectly round. Apples aren't perfectly round, but they get added. Um, you know, and, it, and it's a lot of like whatever you can get. And the, uh, heck, one year we had lychees, which are like kind of yeah. round. Yeah. yeah. Um, they have to be it does it have to be 10 different fruits no 12, 12. so it's uh, one and for every month different? basically yeah they all have to be different for one another so it's like, like 12 really good oranges no no, no okay. it's got to be 12 different fruit um gotcha. that are all rounded but yeah so uh um one second we're gonna do some filler here because brendan is dealing with a head cold so when it comes to things like sneezings uh uh, exporting yeah, I'm, goods I'm sure from his, his nasal that. cavities. We don't need that on the on the microphones. So I just vamp for a little bit until he's ready to come back and tell us about his traditions. In Can meantime, confirm. Yes. Uh, me coughing up a half lung right there aside. Uh, <clears throat> what else is there? Um, we'll usually invite a bunch of people over. Uh, we do like, uh, sometimes we'll do the Christmas cracker thing. Um, instead of on Christmas, the Christmas crackers we get, we do on New Year's. Mm. Um, then we have little party hats and stuff like that that we put on, play some, uh, mum will usually have a Frank Sinatra Christmas playing. Uh, this year we just use, we're probably just going to use, uh, the Google home that we have, the mini. Yeah. But, um, the overall, uh, like the overall vibe is it's, it's like, it's supposed to be like never a big party. Um, in the Philippines, when we were there for Christmas and New Year's, uh, it becomes a rager because everybody shows up because it's mm. family. So your family yeah. all shows up here. We don't have as much family in this place. So in Canada, right? So uh, a lot of it's just friends. But in the Philippines, it's everybody. So 
Um, it's it's always a fun. It was a fun contrast to have. Uh, my favorite New Year's was definitely the one in the Philippines, though, because uh, I got to uh, I got to witness some hilarious drunken shenanigans um, <laughs> involving a uh, was it involving a carabao, which is a uh, uh, the Philipp- essentially the Filipino word for uh, water buffalo. Okay. Yeah, one of, one of my uncles uh, hopped onto the back of it, and it was very mildly irritated because they're not used <laughs> not to being ridden anymore. With your, with your uncle being on him, yeah, and uh, yeah, he was fooling around and stuff. And then at one point, uh, when the carabao cal- calmed down, uh, they put one of my aunts on top, and she was shrieking the whole time because she doesn't ride animals or anything. To be fair, like but the carabao mo- was happy about that. Oh, the carabao started getting excited, and then my uncle started threatening to smack it on the ass and make it run, and she's shrieking more and more. Um, if there, if they had like a conventional couch, he would probably would have been made to sleep on it. <laughs> that's how mad she got. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's my thing for New Year's, man. Just big old family gathering, and um, usually a lot of kids that like turn that sixteen to eighteen mark in the Philippines. That's when we get our first taste of alcohol. So it's like uh wine usually mm. um or beer if it's in the philippines but wine in canada because i guess it's classier and someone usually brings a bottle it's been like that ever since yeah so uh yeah man it's been uh it's it's been pretty much the the fruits thing family coming over thing and frank sinatra but kind of want to do it in the philippines one more time well it's understandably so yeah how about you, man? Well, for me, for, well, for the longest time, New Year's was never something I looked forward to. I, I put New Year's as a holiday in the same box as Thanksgiving. It exists, and it's like, eh, sure, it's an excuse to have a day off, but it doesn't, there's nothing to it that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited for blank. So excited to stay up till midnight so I can drink cheap champagne and go, yay, and sing a song that no one knows the words to. Um, But that was until, well, a few years ago when I started mm. the, the Roll in the New Year's event that you're well aware of, where we we just get together and we do board games and we stay at home because it used to be that we would make, try we would try to force it to be something and my friends and I, we'd we'd buy tickets to some New Year's Eve bash, and you'd go and you'd spend twenty dollars a ticket to get into this event. And there's loud music, and you sit around a table, and you can't hear one another. And then they, at eleven fifty-five, they hand out these little Dixie cups worth of champagne, and then you go cheers, oh, yeah. and then you go home after you've spent way too much money on liquor that you could have just drank at home. And it never excited me. And then, so now where we where we have our group of our friends where we just eat and play board games. That to me is far more meaningful than any other event because it's, it's real. The, the stories that we have, like the, our, our Dungeons and Dragons group where we, every year we've got some new stupid picture that comes up from our new year's Eve game night. And it gets thrown up on, on our Facebook for another year. Yeah. Like, I enjoy that is things like the our, our our mutual friend and I having that that picture of me in a tiny uh tank top and him in a slinky dress 
wearing that was pajamas it was pajama pants and a dress but like something like that now we have a picture of that and it's it's stupid nobody outside of that but it's ours exactly and it makes it it makes me happy because it's ours it's not trying to be in the fitting in this box that is the rest of the world trying to make it something that it's not trying to go out and celebrate and be a big oh we're gonna sell like it it always just felt cheap before and now it feels it's real and it's fun and Mm -hmm. like this year we're, we're keeping it simple where everybody's bringing a dip and we're dipping in the new year like it's it's going to be simple. It's going to be fun. We're going to play games. We're going to eat too much, and then we're going to go to bed. And can confirm, 12, bro. Yeah, twelve years or twelve months from now, we're going to do it all again. And I don't expect it to change one iota. And it's and it and it it makes me happy because it's evolved into what it has become. Because long before, it was years before we had our our group. I tried rolling in the new year. I made event. I made a page on Facebook and it was like, I made these events to try to have people come over and I'd have two people show up. So there was like four of us playing board games. And it was like, well, that was fun. I could, Oh, it was a dud. It fell on its face. Nobody enjoyed it. And it wasn't until we got the group that we have now that it, it took off and it's, it's, it's snowballed. And now it's, it's fun. Thank goodness. I got you in the D and D. Eh? Oh, absolutely. It's 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 <laughs> it's a personality that I have grabbed a hold of full heartedly and have no yep. intentions of letting go because it's it's gotten me to a good place in my life where I'm happy with who I am, who I'm with, where we're going. And it's it's everything to me. Now you just got to figure out how to not burn your candle at 97 ends at once. And yeah, I'm working on that, too. You know, I had a group of about three or four ghosts come and see me the other day and i'm not the man i was i'm not the man i was i've learned the error of my ways but anyway i've i've seen that movie no this was this this is a unique story i'll tell you about it sometime you sure it's not national lampoon's christmas vacation yeah there's no dead cats in this one my cat's still alive okay although my neighbors did have ice smashed through their window Oh, anyway, no. that's uh, another story for another day. Mm. Why is the carpet wet? I don't know, Todd. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I need to go ahead and take a quick thing of cough medicine. Uh, can we be right back? Yeah, I think so. Seems like a good time to take a break. So we're going to take a break. He's going to go blow his nose. I'm going to go... I'm going to go make a tea. And then we're going to come back and we talk about a movie we watched called Rumble. So... See you in a second. Greetings, mortals. My name is Promotiontron, and I have snuck on to the Two Bees podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capuana Companions TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the Beegrim Gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> they'll never realize I'm here promoting their things, and they'll never be the wiser. <laughs> Welcome back, by the way. (laughs) We're back and talking 
Hot drugs at Christmas time. Comas at Christmas. Christmas comas. Yeah, Neo Citrin, if, if, if I don't plan to be sleeping right after I finish my glass of, or my mug of Neo Citrin, then I'm, uh, my, my plans are changing because. Yeah, it's fair. I have about as much time to get from my living room to the end of the hall where my bedroom is located, and that's the ticking time bomb that is Neo Citrin after that last Neo Sip. It's like drinking a cup of Benadryl. Pretty much. Yep. You can hear the countdown. Five, four. No, 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 no. They made a cherry one for a while that was really good, and then they got rid of it, and it was, it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong, the lemon one does the job. But it did not compare to the cherry one. And it it's it's affected my wife more than me because she really liked that cherry one and has the nothing but disdain now for the lemon flavoring. They got a ra- they got a raspberry too. Yeah, it's not the same. She prefers cherry. Got apple, green apple. Ugh, she doesn't don't get her started on green apple. Unless What's there's wrong caramel with on it. Unless there's caramel on it, she ain't going near it. And especially if it's like artificial green apple. Uh, yeah, that's fair. She'll do those suckers, but she'll avoid the rest of it like a plague. But anyway, we watched a movie. Yeah, we did. We watched, it was Rumble. We watched Rumble yeah. on Netflix and Paramount Plus right now. If you guys like wrestling and giant monsters and giant monsters wrestling, this Kaiju is a movie. Battles. Yeah. This is a movie. This is, by God, this is a film. This was I I thought this was a lot of fun. This one just it eh. came out in 2021, so it's a relatively new movie. I hadn't uh, I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, it was under my radar too. Yeah, you but know yeah, me, man. Was... I it it this ticked two of the bo- ticked two uh, two of my main boxes for films I'm probably gonna like, and mm. giant monsters and giant monsters fighting are those two boxes. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh it was it this... was neat. I. I swear to God, if this movie had a giant robot fighting the giant monsters, this would be like in my favorites already. Maybe in the sequels. Oh God, I hope so. The one thing, the one, the one main issue that I had with this movie is, um, I don't like Terry Crews being the bad guy. I like oh. Terry Crews. I don't like him being a jerk. I like, well, I like Happy Terry. What about white chicks? He was not a jerk in that movie. He was a pig. He was pretentious. He was a pig, but he was he he was not evil. I, he was I don't not know, man. I'm going to burn this town to ashes just so that I don't have to deal with things kind of guy. True, but he would have put you in a wheelchair for uncomfortable reasons. So I mean Yeah, but he did that with it's with consent. That's fair, I suppose. Well, well to be fair, it also this town thing was with the consent of the 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 mayor, I guess. I wouldn't call that consent. I'd call that desperation. Yeah, that's fair. That's a desperate desperate grasp at a as a man in a political party position trying to keep his Town position from dying. the next the, in the next keep his mayoral position in the next election. Oh, he would have definitely yeah. lost. Because like, it, and it starts and minors. It's spoilers. It's the first part of the movie where like it, he walks out and it's like, oh, cool, Terry Crews is the monster in this movie. I'm really gonna like this. And then he turns and you're like, oh, Terry, yeah, no. He goes Ter- heel. Yeah. Terry, what? Ha- Terry, what happened? What? Why, Terry? What? If, is it me? Did I do this? I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, Daddy Terry. Why do you why don't you love me? Terry, come back. You can blame it all on me. But I I love the the character design the or the monster designs in this movie were really fun. Oh yeah, Tentacular's pretty great. Yeah. Uh the axe hammer, that weird, like really fast dragon luchador. Yeah, the, the thing. luchador guy, yeah. That was really yeah. awesome. I liked how there was a lot of emphasis on dance. Yes, I thought it that was, was kind a, of that silly was a pleasant surprise. Start. Yeah, I, I I thought it was rather silly at the start, but then like so they started the incorporating. Oh no, one of the announcers outright <laughs> hates it. Let's let's not downplay how much this one dude despises dance and wrestling. <laughs> he, he's that basically guy, the mayor from Footloose. Man, I clocked him at like a five minute rant in total. If you just went like uninterrupted back and forth, at, like through like three of the wrestling matches during that montage or whatever, like it just kept going. He was just enraged at the thought of someone doing. Uh, and then the other guy, the, 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 uh, the angler fish monster, absolutely yeah. down, down for it. I loved that. That was fun. Uh, how positive that dude was. I hated the one moment that I hated tentacular was when he's like, Hey, who wants a selfie? And then takes a selfie. Takes a picture of himself. Dude out. I'm like, Aww. Oh, you, you dick. How dare you? <laughs> Gloves are coming off. I don't care if you're like 50 tons and 900 times my height. Nitpicky thing that I have about the uh, the anglerfish announcer guy. Yeah. Anglerfish with lights are the females. Yeah. So he 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 doesn't make sense. Um so I don't know. That's nitpicky, but that's maybe neat. maybe because they maybe because she's so big that she has a well, little voice. That's true. They we never find out like they yeah. don't reveal their their genders. That's so, true. You you only I'm ever associating. see you Maybe only ever see that anglerfish from the uh, middle chest up, so you don't know. You don't know That's for true. certain. That's true. That's true. I'm sorry for for uh, like assuming what the gender is on this uh, anglerfish monster. <laughs> yeah, my bad. But anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, the king <laughs> the king dog, the bulldog. Oh yeah, King Gorge. I like oh, him. poor, poor boy. That yeah. poor, poor, un, like an unconfident boy. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, like, sit down with you. Cause like, if you like wrestling and your kids like wrestling or you want to figure out a way to get them into it, um, this is a good, this is a solid movie. It's, this is made for wrestling fans. There's, uh, like the whole, uh, tentacular turning heel that happens all the time in wrestling that's like uh, the Miz from Calgary um when he went to the WWE so he was very much because okay so the the idea is there's two types of wrestlers there's the face which is the good guy the we want them to uh they're they're the the dude smiling uh standing at the forefront of the company they make all the money people come in to see them they win most of their matches that's like John Cena John Cena is a face for the WWE. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And then you have like uh, heels. So heels are either the villain or the dudes that play dirty. Um, and, uh, and, and they don't really like, they, they do like that. A de- they have a devil may care attitude. Their character does. So yeah, it's a, um, so it's always a combination of these two types of characters 
interacting. And then you have the people in the between that don't really have a role outside of doing the matches. So mm. pretty early on when you go to wrestling school, because it's basically a stuntman school. Yeah, um, exactly. Cause it's, yeah. Because let's face well, it, yeah. that's all it is. It's, is your it's not real. It's acting. Jumping. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> uh, it's IRL action movie. That's all it is. I mean, I will not I will not discount the ability that these wrestlers have, but I'm sorry. Anybody that watches WWE for more than five minutes and tr and tells me that that's real, you need to get yourself reassessed because the it, mm, uh -uh. the, the mm -mm. crazy stunts that they have that they do though, like Mick Foley oh. jumping off that steel cage on uh, three absolutely. tables into a dude. Like I said, yeah. I have no, I am not oh, yeah. discounting the you... realism that is the stunts that they pull oh, yeah. off without accidentally killing themselves. That is yep. a feat in itself. But it's the people that go to this uh, uh, testosterone soap opera and think that these fights are not rigged and fixed in any yep. form of fashion. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, sweetheart. Let's let's be real. There was a there was a girl in my junior high class. Um, she absolutely adored the WWE, and I was like, "Why?" And she's like, "Well, because you get to see girls beat up dudes a lot there, and you don't really see that anywhere else." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's." Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't really want to see a dude beating up a girl IRL, so that's totally yeah, fair. No, that's... <laughs> yeah, when when uh, a hardcore Holly got cracked in the back of the head by Stacey Keebler with a chair uh, during the Attitude Era, and everyone just freaked out because Stacey Keebler was supposed to be like the ultra hot model arm p arm candy uh, character for Big Papa Pump, who was basically just like a muscle bound meathead that wore chainmail um, over his head. And uh, that was pretty much his whole character, was just having muscles, right? Which is weird that he somehow managed to Bogart the muscle character when everyone in wrestling is a muscle character, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like, she was his arm candy for a while, and they're like, hey, Stacy, you should start wrestling. And one of the first things that she did to help Papa Pump was crack a chair over a dude's head, knock him out, Papa Pump won that, and everyone freaked out because Stacy Keebler did a thing. I remember that weekend. That was a weird weekend on Raw. Um... Yeah, no, it's uh, like I know that you're not particularly into the culture of wrestling, um, but I uh, like I grew like these dudes were like my, the action figures that I wanted when I was a kid. Like a lot of kids are going after like Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, um, you know, like Spider Man. Oh, uh, I don't get me wrong. When I was that. when I was a small boy, I played with wrestlers. I oh, played yeah. wrestling video games. I pretended to be wrestling, but then when I hit like you know ten and went well, this is fake, and realized that it's a soap opera, then the allure kind of wore off. Oh, you felt it, lied to. Oh, yeah, because you're like, yeah. well, it's it's quite literally the same. It's my grandma and my mom watching Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Their storylines are just as ridiculous as Stone Cold and Mankind choke slamming each other off of the Medicage kind of yeah. thing. And you're like, eh. Although... If in days of our lives somebody choke slammed someone off a roof into like another thing, the rating would, would go through the oh, roof like you wouldn't believe. So you know there are there, perhaps there's some things that days of our lives could borrow from uh, from the WWE, but um no it's just it's uh, I, I a big part of wrestling too for me was I used to watch it with my mom all the time, so it'd be it it became like a tradition every Saturday or so to just sit down for two hours. Either we pop popcorn or we're just hanging out and we watched the whole episode of wrestling together and then we'd go about our days. And after my dad passed away, that was really important to me too. Mm -hmm. So like that's, I think that's the main reason that wrestling has like such a solid place in my heart. 
Also, listening to my mom cackle in laughter at when Stone Cold Steve Austin beat the crap out of Booker T in a grocery store. That warmed my that warmed the cockles of my heart. That was like <laughs> that was because at that point I had never heard her bust out laughing so hard that like she was gasping for air before. So yeah, I was uh that was pretty neat. But so yeah, I, I as far as this movie goes, guys, um solid. It's very paint by numbers in terms of like how the story structure is. I don't want to spoil too much. But um yeah, it's very paint by numbers. It's easy for kids to digest. There's a few good uh jokes in there for the adults or the older audience um that aren't like in your face. They're sort of subtle. I like a lot of the background humor. Um, and this one dude with the tattoos was kind of a funny running joke for me. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Cause like we, we all know that one a little too intense fan. Yep. I liked the. I, I really enjoyed the, the character design that was in, uh, was with tentacular given in, especially in, in the arm design where he comes out and he's, he's built and he's muscular. He's got biceps and stuff. But yeah. it's just tentacles wrapped. Yeah, exactly. Three tentacles on each arm that just wrap up to make the different muscle structures and the tendons and stuff like that when he folds them into his arms. Yeah, and he exactly. can unwrap them and become these like extending tentacle things and and his uh the bioluminescent lighting up. Like it was it it was a very nice, clean character build. And it's a nice contrast between that and uh Steve our our or title main character kind of thing. Yeah. Good old it, you, it's Steve like you put everything, everything into tentacular, like where he's, it's sleek. It's, it's a sleek design. He's, he's big barrel chested. He's built. Steve arms, is Steve. Steve is Steve. Like it, you couldn't have even gotten a more Stevie name than Steve. Like, yeah, it, that's it, fair. It's, right. The but most yeah, it's, on it's, the nose. Yeah, it's a very it's a fun movie. I enjoyed it, and I think it's one that it would be like if you're looking for kind of like a Saturday afternoon something to throw on with the kids while they're playing to just kind of keep them entertained as background noise. I, I rumbles one of those that I think it could add add to that roster where you you can come in and out as it's going after you've seen it, and you're gonna know where you're at where you're at in the it's movie. A good good background movie. Yeah. For one of those things, I could have this up while painting and not really miss much. Yeah. Not to say that it's a bad film in any really regard. It's fine. I have no yeah, issues it's, with it's, it, really. It just doesn't have a lot. It's it's one of those good movies for not having a lot of things that I need to focus on for a long period yeah. of time. Not a lot of moving parts aside yeah. from like the wrestling matches. But I mean, you can cut it. I mean, but even then, yeah. it, it it cuts away from a lot of like the fighting. Because yeah. it's a lot of like reacting and cut back and cut to and cut back to cut down on animation. So yep. you're not missing a lot if you're not staring at the screen the entire time. Animation budgets are a pain in the butt, so that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd say this is a watch overall, man. And in regards Absolutely. to uh in, in regards to uh overcoming great challenges, much like uh much like the wrestlers in this movie, is there anything that you got for wisdom? I do have some wisdom and and it's wisdom for for myself, for yourself, Brendan, and for all, anyone else listening as we roll into the into the new year. My words of wisdom are quite simple. You don't need any new year's resolutions. You're doing great already. So, 
it's really hard out there and we're all just trying our best. So stay the course and do what makes you happy. Good night, everybody. Hey guys, it's Brendan. I just want to thank you so much for listening in and just to let you all know that we record at 9.30 MST on Riverside every Wednesday. And please, if you'll join us, like, share, subscribe. It'd mean the world to us. All right, thank you so much. Bye.